Hi, it's been a little while since I've recorded, so I felt like I could do it today um, because it's just a nice, nice Tuesday. My cat, though, he's very um, anxious. He gets he gets anxious in the morning, so he meows a lot. I think it's because he can hear the next door neighbors like getting ready to leave or whatever, and he wants to say hi. Um, but I can't just, you know, you can't just leave. But now he's happy because he's hanging out with me. So maybe he hears me talking and he thinks that I'm like, I don't know. I Either he hears me talking and thinks that like maybe someone is here, but you know, obviously no one is. Or he just sees that I'm paying attention to something that isn't him, but it would be easier for me to also pay attention to him. So he is now very interested in me. <laughs> Hi, dude. Come here. Oh, oh. Now he wants to run. Oh, whatever. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I hope everyone's been well. I have been well. I am still doing my freelance thing, which is nice. I mean, it's definitely something that I'm figuring out as I go, but that's kind of... It was it was anticipated that I would be confused. I'll put it that way. I'm trying to think of a good way to say, like, I was prepared to be unprepared in a way. <laughs> but I had sort of built that into my expectations, if you will. So, um, yeah, I have been doing it, and it's, it's, it's cool. I, um, you know have been thinking, I guess, a little bit recently about when I left my, my job. And again, I don't know if I mentioned this, but it's been a while. So that was like in November. And, um, I, I left because I just felt I'd been there for over five years. I just was kind of feeling stifled. I want to say it's just the sense that I wasn't making that much money. Um, I wasn't really given it's it's like when you work at a company um you you can ask for things but um it it's really like they consistently i don't know i don't know they gave me some cool opportunities i'm not going to lie but i also feel like they didn't have that much faith in me slash they didn't really like totally prepare me for what I was going to do. And a lot of it was really self-directed, which is pretty crazy considering the fact that like I have really bad ADD. And, uh, I, when I started this position, um, I was kind of had, had someone that was to mentor me or like show me how to do, you know, motion graphics stuff because I really didn't know very much about it I mean I had what I had going for me was that I'm like I know Adobe programs well and I'm like a Photoshop whiz I've always been you know very proficient at that so I was like I think in their minds it was translatable and in some ways it kind of is but also After Effects is like way more vast and you know 
uh, just a totally different beast. Anyway, so the person that I was to learn under was pretty busy doing a bunch of other things because he was like the only <laughs> other person that was doing them really. So I remember picking up a lot of stuff from just sitting next to other like freelancers that we had and just kind of watching what they did and getting feedback and stuff like that. But then COVID happened and, um, you know, it became a reality that for the foreseeable future, I wasn't going to be able to work under anyone. Um, so it was really just kind of try and figure out how to do things as um, they were needed for me. And I remember very distinctly that this time kind of, you know, I was like, it was just a weird, collectively weird time. I I was thinking about this a little bit lately um, for all of us because, excuse me, I'm just gonna plug my phone in. um, Because we were all kind of had this, like we were like kind of psychotic. But it's weird because, like, like we literally all were, like, as a society. And, like, not even just America, but, like, the entire world was just nuts. Um, and so I was at home, of course, because um, I just, I, I don't know. It was one of those things where, and by home I mean, like, so I had just moved in to an apartment by myself for the first time. It was like this really shitty kind of sketchy studio apartment in this, the building was sketchy. Like there were like crazy people, some cool people, but some nutso people. This guy directly across the hall from me was insane. Anyway, um, so I had just moved in there because I had just been, you know, I don't know if you saw, unceremoniously kicked out of my apartment that I had lived in for like three years. Um, and I was trying to figure out where to go. I didn't want to move in with anybody else because I was having like really bad issues with my uh, then undiagnosed Crohn's. So I just was like, I have to use the bathroom a lot. And that, that, that's a problem. Like I can't literally can't just like move into some apartment and share a bathroom with some strangers or anyone like so that was something that I really had to deal with. So I found this. Anyway, sketchy ass apartment that was within my price range. <laughs> and I made it cute, uh, you know, because I had to. But where was I going with that? So anyway, yeah, anyway, I had just moved in there. I had just then gotten diagnosed with Crohn's, but it was like still this whole thing. And literally, like, I was on all these different medications to... Uh, help with the inflammation so I was like on all these uh on this prednisone a a pretty high dose of prednisone which made me look feel and just I was just insane I I just looked crazy um my face like every physical side effect every fucking side effect that you can get from prednisone I had probably just because I was on such a high dose I'm again just like very much digressing, but I'm I'll we'll get there. <clears throat> no, my my face looked crazy. I had they call it moon face and you just your cheeks and like your entire face, everything swells up so that you have giant chipmunk cheeks and it looks really like um like disproportionate 
but then you also get like a hunchback um and you get like a giant belly um but you're also like ravenously hungry like all the fucking time and cannot stop eating so you're li- you're actually putting on weight too it's not just like water retention all you can think about is food and cleaning and that was the good part was the cleaning but i was like also kind of manic so i couldn't really sleep either yes so i and my skin broke out makes your skin fucked up broke out everywhere um that and it makes your bones weird so like your bones get weaker and you can literally like feel it as you move around like i remember feeling like my legs like just felt brittle it was almost as traumatizing as just fucking dealing with Crohn's I swear to god it was so bad and the worst part was that these side effects didn't wear off for like months okay so I was still dealing with like the moon face it's not like it just goes away the second you go off the medication or anything it's like you have to a taper off and b even once you're done taking it all together it still is like there for for me at least for months I don't think I think it would took me longer than six months to look like myself again I don't want to say a full year but I would say like eight months or something but it, it was like nuts okay so I was dealing with all that shit I just moved in by myself, right? And then COVID happens, and I'm like... At first, I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, two weeks is fine. I can chill by myself. Like, it'll be kind of nice. I don't have to go into the office. And then that became a whole other thing. So I was like, I'm, you know... uh, I'm just going to go be with my family. (laughs) Excuse me. So I went back there. Um, Was feeling insane, as we all were. That time was just nuts. I was talking about it with... Sam and I was just like like remember when we like couldn't even there was like a a two week period where it's like if you were white and you like posted something lighthearted on social media you were like a bad person you know and like I'm not trying to say like let's play white people but I, I just remember that like that's kind of like weird right like I mean it's like like I get why but I just felt like all of that stuff happening and the fact that like we were crazy from this disease that like was scaring us and killing people and like making us stay inside and like we couldn't even do anything like that was just bad it was just like a storm of bad and um yeah okay anyway (laughs) um it was a storm of bad and I just remember being at home um, in the midst of it, being asked to do all of these, like, certain assignments for things that I was just completely unprepared. I didn't know shit. And maybe I should have known more at that point, but I don't really know. I didn't know even where to begin, so, like, I don't know. I look back and I'm like, damn, like, what? I had... The only thing I was really good at was one, like, specific thing, which was screen comping, 
which is where you put stuff in a screen that um, wasn't there when it was filmed. And that was like the one thing I could do because that was the only thing that they had really asked me to do mostly. Um, so there was like all this other stuff that I was being asked to do and I kind of was able to figure it out. But I remember just having this insane like crying and, and panicking about it because there was all this shit that I was like supposed to do that I didn't really know how to do. And I like was so I was like, how am I ever going to do this? Like what how how is this ever gonna happen and I guess the point that I was trying to make like like 11 minutes ago was that sorry there's someone like angry outside or something (laughs) I'm like on the phone I think anyway um the point that I was trying to make 11 minutes ago was that I can easily do all of that stuff and way more to the point where like I'm able to um like People were willing to spend the money that I am charging to do these things because I'm good at it now. And I honestly, part of it was kind of being thrown in certain situations and having to figure it out. Um, And like, but I, I honestly really do feel like I taught myself a lot. There was stuff that I remembered that, um, the, the original guy that I was learning under I'm, there's stuff that I still remember him saying that I still do that's you know like I'm very grateful for that uh, and I'm also grateful for like being put in a position where I was able to get these skills because I like didn't um, I wouldn't have thought I wouldn't have done that myself you know so you know, uh, in those respects, I'm, like, happy, and it's awesome, but, uh, I also just felt like, excuse me, it had been, like, like, a toxic place to work, and stressful, and I just kind of felt like since I had started from the bottom, they were always going to kind of look at me that way, because that's how they, like, got to know me, and I also was just, like, yeah, I felt kind of, like, underpaid, and I just wasn't um motivated to do anything I felt like I needed to just have more agency over all of that stuff to feel like excited about it um so anyway when I left the company uh my one of my bosses just was like you're not that good I wouldn't hire you as a freelancer like you should stay at the company because you still have way more to learn and like da 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 all this other stuff that made me feel bad about myself and I think that part of the reason that I put off (laughs) resigning was because I was afraid of that because I knew it was going to happen and I I just fucking hate that shit I hate knowing that someone's going to confront you about stuff and, and it's not even that like I like it's just that I know that it was going to stick with me, like, it, because it is a significant experience, you know, in, in your life, so it's like, I knew that whether or not his words actually meant anything, it was still going to be something that I, like, remembered for a long time, and, like, probably thought, will think, you know, think back on and stuff, so I was just like, ugh, I don't want to, like, put that into, like, my have that experience so that I can, like, think about it and, you know, whatever, but it happened, and 
I don't know if that's like a self-fulfilling prophecy, but anyway, um, so those are like things that I remember (laughs) saying, and, um, now that I am able to, like, freelance and, like, figure it out on my own and not completely fail and, because they were fully expecting me to fail, like he said as much, um, is just very, uh, it's it awesome and part of me is like glad that they did that because I think it just made me want to prove them wrong and I don't know if that was their intention I don't think it was I think their intention was to make me feel insecure so that they could still I see that's where I was like confused because I was like you're telling me that I'm bad at my job but you don't want me to leave like they were explicitly saying that they wanted me to stay and I was like wow how am I supposed to take that like you know, like, if I'm so bad, why are you even wasting your time, like, with me at all, you know, um, so, yeah, anyway, (laughs) um, so I I freelanced, and I bought myself a, a planner that I use, um, a lot, and it's how I keep track of all of the things that I'm doing, and when I have meetings, and just trying to gain that momentum to, like, because I'm still at the point, I think, where I'm trying to just cold email people and companies and put myself out there, but I want to be at the point where, like, I have such good relationships with companies that they just keep asking me to come back, and I don't have to, like, introduce myself all the time, you know, and I'm not there yet. I'm still... I'm getting there though. That's that's the goal. So it's been really nice cuz like I have been working on projects that like um I've been you know getting good feedback on and I definitely was a little bit worried that I was kind of like a fraud, you know, like imposter is it imposter syndrome or whatever. Um but you know the fact that I'm able to do this stuff and like not even have help from anyone else and like do a really good job and get good feedback is like very affirming because there's this stuff that I'm doing that like if I had been doing it at my old job like I wouldn't have really gotten any positive feedback about it because like they don't really care I only hear when things are bad or like someone's like some clients like really happy about something and even then it's never like because of me so to hear people be like oh this looks really cool like they really love it like rock star (laughs) you know all that stuff I'm like that is awesome so to hear that is feels really good because I like taught myself so much of this it feels extra good to know that like it really is like so much of it was because of me um, and, and my, like, perseverance in the face of ADD <laughs> and laziness and being a, a pothead. So, you know, that just goes to show you I'd probably be doing some crazy shit if I didn't smoke weed and was medicated. Um, so watch out, world. Anyway, so I've been, like getting some cool jobs and getting good feedback and I recently finished something for Popeyes which was really exciting because like I actually love Popeyes um Sam's obsessed with Popeyes I always joke because there's this one time where I like ordered it um 
without him. <laughs> like, he, he, he was getting home late or something. And I, like, ordered it and didn't really want to tell him. And then when he finally found out, he was like, he was like, oh, what are you getting for dinner? I was like, Popeye's. He was so, he was so pissed. He was just like, enjoy your Popeye's. <laughs> I could tell he was, he was mostly just mad that I had ordered Popeye's without him. So I always tease him about that. Um, he, he is like a huge Popeye's fan. So to get that job was really awesome and it was really fun. And um, again, I'm able to like charge a fair amount for what I do. So um, on top of getting more positive feedback to also just like earn more money doing it and also being able to make my own schedule and like not really be beholden to other people um is awesome like to not have to worry about of course I have people that I work with and stuff but like a boss you know what I mean who like kind of hates me um so it's really nice (laughs) to not have that and what I'm mostly most excited about is just the flexibility it gives me I mean that's just really the best part it's just like I get to wake up whatever time I want, um, and I get to go to sleep. I mean, my sleep schedule is not really crazy, but, like, I can work from wherever, um, and, you know, like, it's amazing. There are times where I have jobs where they need me in an office, but, like, that's because, uh, I agreed to do it. Anyway, so, the big, the big thing for me right now that I'm like hypomanically fixating on is that I'm going to have a road trip, a cross-country road trip planned for this summer. And I ideally would be able to work throughout it so that I can make money while I do it. And that's part of the beauty of freelancing is that I can, which is awesome. There's, There's things about it that are very difficult don't get me wrong but it's just very empowering to even be able to do at all so my friend's getting married in montana um a place i've never been and i'm very excited to go and i figure since i'm already going to be all the way over fucking there you know why not explore so you know we're driving around at first sam's going with me and we're gonna go visit his friend in seattle and then just maybe drive down to la from there but then I want to drive um, to New Orleans and meet my mom and hang out with her there. Because, um, like, I don't think she's been to New Orleans in a really long time. And I just feel like it will be a lot of fun for us to hang out there. And then I've pretty much driven back from, you know, I, I've done that uh, back up to New York. So I'm just going to take a plane back home. But I'm really excited because, yeah, I mean, that's an adventure that I've always really, really wanted to take. Um, and I'm kind of just, like, having a lot of fun planning it out. Um, it's very exciting. It's inspired by Stephen Shore, who is a photographer that I really like. Um, I remember reading about him getting, I feel like it was like a grant or something to do that and just take photos and drive around. And that's always stuck out to me as like, wow, that would be amazing. Just 
I don't know, Americana, you know, I have my little uh, things that I get really excited about, and photography is one of them, although, unfortunately, I haven't really been practicing it at all lately, so that was kind of also a reason that I wanted to do this, because it's going to be, like, a reason for me to take photos and not have to, like, worry about asking someone to pull over the car, you know what I mean, or stop here, or keep going, or whatever, so I want to, like, just kind of do a Stephen Shore, William Eggleston vibe, where I'm, like, traveling, you know, the country, and, uh, I've recently, like, kind of rebooted this Instagram page that I have, it's more just, like, fun, but it's called Unremarkable Places, and it's really just kind of a collection of different places that, like, haven't really been touched by time, um, and that kind of stuff is very special to me, um, a lot of the stuff I find is, like, time capsule houses, but some of it's, like, restaurants or or motels or, um, you know, I've, like, even, like, office building, stuff like that. Any place that just is, like, stuck in time, really, is special to me. (laughs) And I think what is cool about, you know, William Eggleston, Stephen Shore, and stuff like that is that their photography is from, like, the 70s and 80s, so it already has that, like, aesthetic of nice colors and it like just the way that things looked back then is more to me pleasing than the way things look now but I also feel like part of the challenge is finding the beauty in what we have now because that's what they did at their time anyway I'm getting really into it but I also just love places that you can go to in the year 2023 and it it's almost indistinguishable in some ways from somewhere like what that would have been in the 80s or something so and I know that there are a lot of places like that across the country that you just have to find because they're tucked away in little like pockets um that you would you know could only really get to by driving around that's kind of also the goal so of course I told my parents and they're excited about my dad's also just like you're gonna get murdered and die and that's gonna make me sad and I'm like I've like I live in New York City you know I was gonna get murdered it would have happened already like it's been a long time um and I I yeah so (laughs) I think they're probably equally nervous about me just driving (laughs) because I'm a woman who's like I'm not the best driver but I'm also not that I'm not a bad driver every car accident I've ever been in wasn't my fault I'll put it that way I was hit by a drunk driver once And the other time, someone wasn't paying attention while they were backing out of their driveway and they hit me while I was driving around. So, in a neighborhood. And it it ended up being their fault. They tried to blame me, though. I think it... uh, It was fine. Anyway. (laughs) That was extremely stressful. Oh my god, I just... Why did I bring it up? Why did I even think about that? That was like... I was in high school. Um... But like yeah, I've I'm um especially if I'm by myself, I'm a good driver. It's, it's if it's like a lot of like highway stuff, I don't really see the issue and I already planned out not driving too much throughout the day, so I'm not going to be like uh 
you know, um, what is the word for it when you're like pushing the uh, uh, midnight oil, burning midnight oil type shit. I'm not gonna be on my burning midnight oil type shit. I'm not gonna, cause that takes the fun out of it, you know. So that's my big thing, and I was also just kind of thinking about it, and I was like, if it's gonna be this whole thing, I might kind of do something similar to what I do here right now, but while I'm like driving, record myself as I'm going throughout this journey, you know, um, and then kind of just, like, post those as I go, maybe, um, just because I think that would be, like, fun, a fun kind of part of it, if I'm going to be spending a lot of time alone in a car by myself, like, it, it seems like the perfect, the perfect, uh, situation for that, and, like, I'm gonna have probably a lot of cool stuff to talk about, and it'll be fun while I'm driving, because I'll be, like, um, also driving, I don't know, (laughs) I think it'll be cool, I think it'll be cool, so that is something that I am gonna plan on, so it's gonna be that, and, and, like, but my most, my main thing is really gonna be taking photos, so I'm gonna have to, like, really buy a lot of film, because I need to stock up on that, so that's gonna be, like, expensive, because film's fucking expensive now, (sighs) that everyone, like, buys it, back in the day, even though it was hard to find, it wasn't, like, super sought after, so it wasn't, it was still expensive, but now it's just ridiculous, like, I remember being, like, oh, wow, this, like, six-pack of, of Portra 35-millimeter film is, like, thirty dollars that's so annoying and now like one roll is that much it's it's nuts so I'm gonna have to figure that out but I also fortunately am able to make enough money to try to work that in so I'm gonna like do that I'm very 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 excited um and I'm gonna take some really fucking awesome pictures because like I know what I'm doing (laughs) I just am like, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not dumb. Famous last words, but like, (laughs) ah, I guess what I'm trying to say is that I have wherewithal. I am dumb. Um, (sighs) sometimes you're just like, I want to, no, never mind. I'm not going to, anyway. Um, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna do a pause because I, I'm shocked that I'm only at a half hour right now and it's been like, it's been a half hour I guess, but it feels like it's been much longer. I need to take a break. Uh, I will be back though. Um, I started an episode of Antiques Roadshow. I need to finish it. Um, I paused at the 1999 Pokemon trading card collection. It reminds me of this house that I moved into in Ann Arbor. There was a binder full of Pokemon cards in, like, a, a shelf somewhere. And I, I was like, oh my god, this is like, it's almost like it's it's fate or something. And I tried to get them appraised, but I couldn't, so I don't know. I also didn't try that hard. And I, I don't know what happened to them. But this will, this might make me, like, rue the day. That I didn't just take the binder of Pokemon card. Pokemon. Where am I from? Delaware? Pokemon cards with me. So, 
Um, my first crush was Ash from Pokemon. So, yeah. Anyway, I'll be back. I said I wouldn't forget, and I did a little bit, but I'm back. So I didn't forget. Um, how's everyone doing again? Um, so it turned out, uh... The binder full of Pokemon cards was worth five to ten thousand um, dollars. I don't know if the one that I had in my possession at one time had any cards that were that valuable, but still, um, I don't know. Like it was probably worth at least like a hundred fifty dollars. You know, like that's pretty fucking cool. Um, I, it's cool, but like I also didn't keep it, so it's not that cool. Um, anyway, um, yeah, so, um, it's, 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 I'm drinking espresso, um, which is nice. I've, I've kind of, like, sort of been playing with this idea of, like, you know how people, what is it? It's, it's got this stupid name. It's called, like, body doubling or something, and, and I could be totally getting this confused with something else but I don't care enough to look it up but it's like one of those things where it's like someone is doing a task uh and maybe like live streaming it or whatever just say you know uh like studying or taking notes or cleaning and then it because they're doing it it's it's like easier for you to do it if does that make sense like watching someone else do it is it, it helps you kind of put yourself in that position. So for me, because I'm such a like performative narcissist, um, I would like to I was like the only way that I could get myself to do anything was by pretending I'm the person that is sharing with everyone um how I do things and like pretending to record it. It, it that's that's is that a thing that's that's a thing like people do that um I guess like I don't know what that says about me but it's definitely a personality like type maybe but that's what helps me especially because like I can't get my Adderall prescription filled so like I'm really trying here <laughs> so I'll go through and like talk about my morning routine and, and how i like to make my special coffee drink in the morning which is espresso with some sweetened condensed milk and that kind of puts me in like a good zone of like I don't know just kind of if I try and pretend that like someone else can see me then I like ostensibly behave a little bit better and like do more of the stuff that I was like supposed to do like clean you know, I can't just clean for the sake of cleaning. I have to, like, make it into something else more fun and trick myself. Because it's, like... I, I know this, like, makes me sound really bad. Because, like, I can clean. I'm not, like, the, the grossest person ever. But, like, it's getting into the zone that's really hard for me. And, like, that's in general. It's, you know, again, I don't want to be like, it's because I have ADD. But, like, whatever. I mean, it's it's... I haven't really been, like, medicated for it throughout my life, so it's just kind of always been something that I've, like, dealt with, you know? And just sort of accepted as a part of my personality, so... It's just hard for me to get myself in going, to have that, um, you know, 
what is it called? Oops, sorry about the slack noise. Oh, that's probably really trigger- triggering for some people. I apologize. Um, I can never remember, like, the, the execution, something, ex- something execution. Um, you know what I mean? The, the, uh, what is it? It's not mental. Executive functioning. <laughs> it, it's so, it's so funny because I always forget the term for that. Um, which is just perfect. Uh, it just kind of puts it all together. So, yeah, uh, my, 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 uh, my uh, executive functioning is, is pretty bad. <laughs> but, like, once I'm able to kind of get in the zone, like, I feel pretty good. It's just that it's hard for me to get there. It really is. And it, it is a struggle. Because um, I kind of feel like if it was something that I had learned how to deal with um, better, then I would be more productive. And on the other hand, I'm, like, kind of, it's pretty impressive that I'm able to get as much done as I do. Uh, you know, so like I, I touched on that earlier, but yeah, so it's, it's like you take the little, the little victories, you know? So yeah, I have my espresso with my sweet and condensed milk, which is my thing now. It's just the best way to drink coffee, uh, if you're making it at home and it's easy. Um, and I'm chilling. Um, I finished my Popeye's job. I'm finishing up another job. So, uh, I'm just kind of like happy about that stuff. Got some invoice, an invoice sent. Um, so like things are going fairly well. And I'm just, like I said, getting into that like slightly hypomanic uh, vibe of just like planning for my upcoming road trip um, as much as I, this is crazy. And maybe I'll post it at some point. For people that like, I don't really want to post it actually because it's, it, it has like, it, I drew this thing on my iPad and it's like this calendar and then I drew this map of the country from where I'm going to be driving and then I couldn't stop there so I started illustrating the map and like geographic and like topographical stuff so it like looks really fucking sick and like a real map and um, and then I was like, why am I doing this? Because <laughs> it's just fun. So I was like, I have this map drawn and I'm going to like go in, you know, and maybe fill out like different, um, cool, I want to, this is, the word is escaping, like nature. So like Mojave Desert or, you know, Yellowstone National Park or like this mountain range or some something cool to like keep an eye out for right so that's kind of where I'm at um which is is exciting and yeah it'll be cool um and and fun adventure for me so yeah um plus it's probably good for me to like I don't think I'm really gonna have much of a chance to like smoke weed or anything while driving around the country I mean maybe a little bit yeah now that I think about it but <laughs> I yeah so um it sounds like there's like a fucking train 
do you hear that? I don't know if you can hear it, but there is, there is a very quaint kind of train situation over here. So it very well may be a train. Um, excuse me. I got the idea to even like record these kind of because my friend who lives in LA and I would send them back and forth to each other, uh, long voice memos. I feel like I realized that's like a thing. Of course, I didn't think I was the only, we were the only people that did that. But like, I think um, like a natural progression of that concept in your mind is like, well, it's similar to a podcast or whatever. And then I was just kind of like, oh, well, I've always wanted to kind of do something like keep a diary or post or talk about my life or like keep, keep track of things in a way that like, you know, would be. I don't know, it's it's similar to um, the whole concept of, like, (laughs) body doubling, because I have to, (laughs) like, frame it this way in my mind for it to be something that I, like, want to do, I guess, but I also, like, need other people to motivate me and hold me accountable as well, but it has to have, I guess, this performative aspect, but I think it, it is for those reasons to, like, have other people like be a part of the process so that like I don't because I don't hold myself accountable accountable very well and it's much of the time people reaching out to me and being like hey like record something um and like so I think there's a part of me that's aware that if I don't have that I will just give up on myself do you know what I mean so it, it it's it's like a similar thing right and I think that's why I like why I enjoy it it's um it's nice to be like vulnerable to other people but on the other hand uh yeah there are there are like parts of it things parts of things there are things that I've talked about that I've even like uploaded here that I thought about like you know a while ago like things that I've said that I'm like I should maybe take that down it's like kind of embarrassing I've been dealing with a lot of like rumination kind of like feelings of a lot of shame lately and embarrassment and it's just can be very overwhelming especially because like a lot of the time uh I don't know you can kind of tell yourself this is like all in my head and it doesn't really matter um outside of like my own kind of ego but then there's um like for me when I think about times that have in some ways been like immortalized online it it, and like for it in the audience of people in some ways and and I look back and I'm like it was like acting out you know for like a lot of people and like that jeez that's annoying it it, it's hard not to feel like a lot of crushing shame about that uh, a lot of the time. In fact, I'm pretty surprised. Jesus, fuck. There's, there's something going on outside, but, um, yeah, so it's hard not to feel a lot of, like, shame about that. Um, I'm surprised that I don't feel more, I guess, as I was saying, but it, it's something that just, like, kind of comes and goes in waves, and sometimes I'm able to just compartmentalize it, and other times I'm just, I can't help but have these thoughts come into my head, you know, in a way that's almost, like, obsessive, um, and it sucks, because, like, I can't even really minimize it that much, because it's, it's hard, because it's, like, 
it hasn't been something that like has been you know it's it's not even like I just like did something embarrassing in a bar it was like on the internet where like a lot of people can see and then they'll like always remember and like know that and there's a part of me that you know wonders like how much of that people associate with me and um which might be kind of like a narcissistic thing and I do want to tell myself that it like doesn't really matter but I'm also just like scared at how much it does there's just like I don't know feelings of like people that really just like have these strong feelings of of hate um I don't know it just is like of course makes me uncomfortable partially because it's like well how much of that am I like responsible for on myself you know because I'm not the kind of person who's like oh poor me I'm just like simply a victim of all of the situations I find myself in like that is it, that's the other part of all the shame is that I feel like sometimes feeling all of that shame and forcing myself to is because it's the only way that I think that I will like come out of it um I have to like punish myself for it that's how I'm gonna learn from it I can't do something shameful and then just like not punish myself for it you know what I mean whether it's years from then you know, it could be 10 years on and I'm still doing that because, like, that's, you know, I did something shameful, so I should be ashamed. And it's hard for me to just let go of that, um, even, like, regardless of how long it's been, you know, because there are even times where I think of things that I did when I was, like, in elementary school that I feel really very ashamed about. So I don't even think it's going to be the kind of thing that I will ever... I don't know. I mean, maybe with more therapy, <laughs> but like, I might just be like a, a who I am, which sucks. But I also like, I think it's helped me to approach people in a more forgiving and generous way too. Um, because like, I have my moments, and it would be very unfair for me to judge other people for having their moments. But of course, it's just kind of this thing where like I don't know like I have friends online who I've also seen in honestly much less embarrassing ways than I have I personally think like act out online because like there's probably something going on in their life that they're unhappy about isn't that kind of what's always (laughs) the case right like that's why anyone acts out um and so they'll like post something that makes people angry or whatever and it's like a whole thing that sometimes I'm like why are are we carrying this on but like I'm also just like people will get mad at at people that I like who who maybe have done things that I don't even agree with but I'm just like I know like it is annoying but I'm also just like I've also been in that position so it's like totally unfair for me to judge anyone really for that like I don't even have to necessarily agree with the hill that they're dying on or like whatever, but it's just the whole, like, um, you know, process of acting out online in that way that, like, I can acutely understand, so, um, I, 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 like, I'm always kind of 
like I have a, a soft spot for seeing that um some time because at least with people that I already like kind of I don't know it it it's a fine line because like yeah there are times where I'm like yikes <laughs> but you know I like I said I have friends where I've seen them do that and I'm like you know like I know that it everyone's mad at you right now and they don't like you but like I'm also like here for <laughs> I'm here for you um because like that's a shitty feeling you know whatever you can't win them all I've definitely you know again like I don't know, I think back to a lot of the embarrassing shit that I've done and said and generally it's always been motivated by not yeah I don't know a lot of the time I've acted out, I guess it's been motivated by, like, I don't know, actually. I was I want to say insecurity, but there's been other stuff, I guess, too. But it, you know, whatever. I, I think that, like, the best thing that you can do is just kind of, like, accept the past and not try and deny it, you know? But also, like, kind of just be, like, like, acknowledge it, but also show that, like, you're different now than you were then and just keep on trucking <laughs> keep on trucking um but yeah so I I think that was actually a pretty good like talk I hope that other people like feel maybe are able to relate in some way and and you know if if there's something that like you heard that you feel like um resonates I guess that is always nice for me to hear because that's kind of like why I exist I think to to create things that resonate with other people and make them feel less alone in the world that's what I was put here to do so a lot of the stuff that I create is in hopes that it will make someone feel more understood and less alone in the world. That's that's what I always wanted to do. Sounds really corny and dumb, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe it doesn't sound dumb. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, so we will talk, I want to say soon, but who knows anymore. Um, yeah. All right. Bye. I'll I'll try and do something soon. Okay. Yeah, I'll try not to take so long. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs>